Today's show is sponsored by Spire Financial. With Aspire Key approval, you have the highest confidence in creating the strongest offer in a competitive market. Our exclusive Spire Key approval service positions your offer like cash and assesses all loan structure options to ensure your offer is built properly. Our full pre-approval process allows us to provide a financial assurance on your loan commitment. Your earnest money is covered allowing you to waive loan termination. Eliminate the market competition and open the door to your next home with confidence. Close in as little as two weeks. Spire Financial recognizes the challenges of low home inventory that buyers are facing in today's market. To help overcome this challenge, Spire Financial will purchase the home your dreams for cash and allow you to finance later. Program guidelines apply. For more information contact Clarence Ferguson at 602-362-1256 NMLS number 1920746. Spire Financial is a division of Ameri First Financial Incorporated and is an equal housing opportunity lender. If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Fit Over 40. I'm your host, Coach Clarence. And as usual, we are rolling along. It is hot as hell in Arizona, but we are doing well. We are in AC right now. And speaking of AC, I'm with my man, AC Caswell. Did I say that right? You did say All that right. All right. Yes. He is the founder of the Million Dollar Mingle Celebrity Charity, um, also CEO of Future Pro Sports Marketing and former Oakland Raiders NFL athlete. So, how you doing, brother? Good man. to see you. It's been it's been like a couple years since before yeah, COVID brother, we saw been, each other. Yeah, it's been a long time. And like you said, brother, it's hot. You know, it's everybody hot. think I'm the AC. I can bring the cool, but it's hot, brother. I'm going to tell you <laughs> that right now. So, uh, But I love it, though. Yeah. All right. So, um, let's talk about the Million Dollar Mingle. And what is that all about? Yeah, well, first of all, man, I want to say thank you. Love this show. Thank you guys for providing the platform for us athletes. You know, we uh, usually have a lot of good things going on, man, and need a lot of media help to try to convey uh, a lot of the community things that we're doing. So this is a exciting time for us. You know, we got the Million Dollar Mingle. This, this is something new for us, man. So, you know, we've always done the annual Million Dollar Mingle celebrity polo tournament and luxury parties and but uh, I've been getting a lot of pressure from the singles out there, man. So I know a lot of a lot of amazing single people, and they say, "Well, man, when are you gonna do a singles, you know, singles event?" I say, well, I <laughs> "No side piece, yeah, I, 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 I don't do no singles event." But uh, I tell you a funny story. So in 2019, man, we did the Million Dollar Mingle uh, Celebrity Mansion Party. Yes, okay? sir. And uh, we were just sitting around, you know, joking around. I came up with a little jingle, you know, not not the meant for it to go viral. But I said, if you single want to mingle, come to the Million Dollar Mingle. And it went viral. Yeah. So when it went viral, we had all the millionaire matchmakers calling us, reaching out to us like, hey, we want in. You know, we want the, we want to be a part of this singles event. I'm like, we're not a singles event. That was just a jingle. You know, we're open to everybody. So over these years, man, uh, a lot of amazing singles came up to me and said, hey, if we ever do a great singles event, we want 
million dollar mingle to host it. So this Friday, man, uh, we're kind of putting together the whole party weekend experience. Okay, now Fridays is for singles only. I'm telling everybody. I got brothers calling me talking about, man, I'm gonna get a divorce, man, so I can show up on Friday. No, brother. <laughs> This is for the real singles only, you know. Uh, you don't have to go through all of that. Saturday, you can join us on, on the VIP luxury party, you okay. know. But uh, it's it's exciting time, man. We're going to uh, rock and roll this weekend. Yeah. So tell everybody, just go back a little bit, you know, yeah. kind of walk mm-hmm. through how you got to where you are now. Take us back. You know, well, well once again, you know, uh, you know, being born and raised in South Central L.A., grew up, man, in a very tough environment. You know, I, I usually share that story in a lot of my speaking engagements because I think we all are a testimony of life, you know, and you shouldn't be embarrassed and afraid to let people know your background. Sure. So, you know, I take a lot of pride in my community where I grew up at. I still serve there, still live there uh, uh, off and on. But uh, that that's what developed me, man. I mean, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for going through the tough times and all the hard times and, you know, the, the trials and tribulations and then having a good, a good support system around me that, that let me know that, man, you can make it out, you know, um, in sports, you know, loving, loving sports and had a lot of amazing nonprofits and teachers that kind of took me in and helped me. I didn't have a biological father in my life. So, you know, that was a, that was a challenge, man. But uh, when one door was closed, another open of good people said, hey, man, you know, how can we support you? How can we help you if you do your part? You know, so, you know, being from California, L.A., I love it. Um, it did kind of, you know, jump into a little bit of the Hollywood factor because you're in L.A., you know, sure. you're around all the movie stars, celebrities in Hollywood. And, and so everybody teased me, hey, man, that's Hollywood, Mr. Luxury and all this. I said, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, right. I bring that in my blood. That's in my, I'm competitive. You know, that's that's who I am, man. But. You know, growing up as a kid there and then I uh, was blessed, man, to have a stepdad came into my life who also was from Arizona and ended up moving us here as well mm-hmm. and ended up uh, graduating from high school and college here, a uh, two-star athlete in football and track. And uh, seeing that sports, man, that really was excelling pretty well for me, you know, and, and uh, had one of the fastest times in the 100 meters uh, as a freshman in, in college. And that opened doors as well. And, sure. you know, uh, didn't do too bad in football as well. So, um, you know, having those sporting opportunities, um, it was just like, man, developing me, you mm-hmm. know, changing my life and, and getting me ready for some great opportunities. But I think along the way, um, learning how to be a community guy, you know, learning how to support charity and getting involved with nonprofits and giving back. And I did that at an early age, you know, because the people who invested into my life. So I think uh, going down that road as an athlete, learn how to become a community guy, philanthropy, entrepreneur, just led me to the big leagues, you know, led me on to the Olympics for track and field. And then after that, the Raiders came calling like, hey, you know, we, we like this guy's speed. He fits our mold. And let's get him back home to, to California as a Raider. So mm. speaking yeah. of speed, you ran a 429 mm. in a 40. I did, man. I did. My <laughs> my nickname was the cheater, brother, for a reason. I tell people no disrespect <laughs> to the, what they think is a cheater out there now, but I'm the original cheater. Yeah. You know, I, and, That's uh, pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, I was a <laughs> kid. That opens doors for sure. It did, it did. But you mm. know, it's so funny. It's just speaking on that, and once again, uh, environment of my lifestyle. And, and I say this jokingly, but I say it seriously. You know, growing up in the hood, growing up in LA, we ran. I yeah. mean, we ran. We either we we ran because we were just being chased by gangs, or we ran because we were just having fun. So you know, that's all we did was, was just run, 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 man, running the neighborhood, running at the parks, and 
So, you know, I knew I had a, a gift to me, man, when it came to speed, and I didn't really realize, you know, how serious it was until I got a little bit older. But my mom used to call me all the time since I was a baby. You're such a little cheetah. You know, you're so fast, and, you know, you're cheetah. And so it just it just stuck, you know. Yeah. Now when you say cheetah, you got to explain this running because women be like, what? Mm-hmm. I knew it. Well, let me, let me tell you so funny, man. I did another, I did another uh, sports podcast show a couple of weeks ago. This is no lie. And uh, so we said, uh, cheetah. So the lady thought, I said, I'm a cheater. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not no cheater. I said, the cheetah, like the animal, you know what I mean? <laughs> she said, oh, well, I got mad. I thought you were talking about you, you're the exactly. official cheetah, you know, the cheater. I said, no, I'm a cheetah, the animal. <laughs> so that's what it is, guys. It's an animal. Okay. Awesome. All right. So um, we have a big weekend coming up. Sure. And I want to highlight that um, because uh, I've been – you know, impressed by you from day one since we met. Uh, we met through Cindy Bynum, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She's a personal training client of mine. Mm-hmm. She says, you got to meet this AC. He's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we met and then COVID yeah. happened. And yeah. I mean, you guys did a few events during that period, but it was it just really has been the same. So I'm, I'm really hoping that this one this weekend is going to yeah. be big. So um, we're going to take a quick break. And then I'm going to have you go through and tell everybody about Absolutely. each day this weekend so we don't miss out. Absolutely. All right, AC, let's talk about what's going on this weekend so people know what's happening. Man, we're excited. So once again, we're getting ready for the Million Dollar Mingle Party Weekend Experience, man. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Friday, we're going to kick off this Friday, the 17th. Uh, it's called Single Want to Mingle for all your singles only. So that's singles only, guys, men and women. And then Saturday, you know, we didn't leave everybody out. This is open to everybody. We're going to do our celebrity brunch at 10.30 a.m. to uh, 1.30 p.m. on that Saturday. That's for everybody to come out and enjoy a nice brunch with jazz. And then Saturday night, we'll kick off at 7.30 p.m. for the VIP luxury party. And once again, that's open to everyone. So don't feel like, you know, we left anyone out because we're doing the singles only. But there's something new for us. All right. Very good. Cool. All right, we're back with AC Caswell, and uh, I have a question for you. I know yes. you do a lot of entrepreneurial stuff, philanthropy. Mm-hmm. Tell me why that's important to you, and who are you supporting these days? Yeah, well, you know that's important to me because it was it was shown to me, man, how someone stepped into my life, obviously at the time, and clothed me and fed me and you know provided for me when we didn't have means. So that was in my blood, man, and and I just knew that you know uh, what a great way to put on big events so that way we can reach the clientele we want to reach and raise the type of money we want to raise for different nonprofits and causes. So you know uh, we're always I'm big with supporting uh, finding new new nonprofits to support, man, like Rising Dream Foundation. Uh, we've been supporting, but you don't look uh, foundation, but you don't look sick. Foundation, which was a personal uh, connection to one of my coordinators who's been sick, and I didn't even know it. She was sick, wow. so you know, finding out about her calls. But that's what I'm about. You know, I, I created the tagline under Million Dollar Mingle said, "We fight for life causes," meaning that we make ourselves available to know what causes is out there and how can we support them. So that's dear to me. And then most importantly, uh, uh, my little nephew who was diagnosed with uh, stage three melanoma cancer right before. For COVID, he's only seven now, so you know that's a long journey. That's a part of our life every day, and we're never going to stop doing our part for him and and other kids that are battling with cancer as well. So, wow, powerful, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, uh, when you're dealing with um, you know social entrepreneurial and mm-hmm. dealing with the community. What is your hope to gain? Are you looking for that one person like you that you can rise from the ashes and bring somebody out of there so they can 
kind of following your footsteps? You know, I, I think that is to be true. You know, um, you know, I, I, I try to take a big stand and let people know once again, you know, it sounds cliche, but if I can do it, they really can. Because I know my obstacles, I know my trials and tribulations, I know the necessities that I didn't have around me, the resources, you know, and like they say, a lack of knowledge and a lack of education, you fail, right? Right. So, you know, my job is, you know, I'm, I'm going to spread the wealth, I'm going to spread the knowledge, and if I can receive that one person to take heed to it and say, wow, man, I learned something, then I've done my part. You know, you know, I've learned years ago, you can't save the world, you know, I, but I'm going to try doing it, but I know rea- reality. Yeah, if you can save one person, that starts a movement. It all Absolutely. starts with one person. Mm-hmm. So tell me about um, <clears throat> uh, the future sports marketing yeah, you know, we started uh, Future Pro Sports Marketing probably about 15 years ago. Myself, okay. uh, my little cousin is Mike Bibby, you know, played in the NBA. Um, oh, I, bet, I my, Mike Bibby. My cousin, I see him at Lifetime. Yeah, Lifetime, time. <laughs> you know, getting this swole on and shooting yeah. some hoops, you know. Uh, my best friends, you know, Rocket Ismail, Felipe Sparks, my cousin-in-law, Tim Brown, I mean, Damon Mays, just a, bar- a bunch of former players, man, that we all started this brand years ago, mainly through uh, football combines and speed and agility uh, clinics and things like that to kind of help these student-athletes to get marketable uh, recruiting and those things. So that started off 15 years ago. And wow. then this last phase is we just launched the sports agency. So now, man, these kids that we've been monitoring since first grade who have now all turned pro and something, right? Now we get a chance to see them through and manage their livelihood on and off the court, on and off the diamond, not just with a bigger contract, but management, mm-hmm. their livelihood, you know, their financial wealth, you know, and, and nutrition and all these things that we're setting up to make sure they have something to fall back on in life. So that's where the agency came in. Are you guys actually agents for some of these folks or just kind of grooming them? Yeah, the we, I'm personally not an agent. I'm the owner of the agency. My job is to bring in aggressive agents, you know, so I've now uh, brought in agents for NFL, NBA, football, baseball, basketball, literally every sport, you know, and, and to make sure that uh, we know how to deal with certain levels of talent from youth, high school, and, and professionally. So, uh, yeah, man, we're excited about uh, what the agency is doing right so now. So I have a question from Laura. She's embarrassed to ask you as a Suns fan. She's mm-hmm. wondering if, with through your agency, if you can find some better talent for the Suns. You know, um, you know that's a that's a that's a, that's a, that's a tough question. But let me tell you why I'm tough okay question. with answering that because I'm a diehard Laker fan. <laughs> yes, okay? I'm a diehard. You know, Laker. I'm all we both from LA. I'm, so I'm all what LA. Him to say. Wait, okay. wait. What did you say? Say I'm a diehard Laker fan. Okay, <laughs> all LA, but uh, so yes. I can't. I can't help you on that front with the Suns because we got we got well, we got to get. But okay, I got you. You know, but other than that, I'm like, you know, I'm Suns all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna look at the G League and try to see if we can bring some guys up for the Suns. All right, so we, we got a couple of game plans for the yeah, Suns. Yeah, Suns, man. <laughs> two weeks in a row, we got two Maseratis and two people yeah. who know the Suns. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Luxury Magazine yep. and Youth on the Rise Foundation. You do so much stuff. How you find time to balance it all? Well, you know what, man. Um, you know, obviously, man, I'm a I'm a, I'm a very competitive person. I'm I'm a visionary. I'm very innovative and creative. And, and I was really, uh, thank God, man, for Al Davis, you know, God rest his soul. But he's the one who really stepped into my life and taught me how to be more than just a football player and how to become an entrepreneur and said, if you're going to do it, man, you do it to be number one. You do it to be bold and big and separate yourself and and, and do it with excellence. So for me, man, um, I'm blessed with an amazing team around me that allows me to take these visions and, and activate it. So Youth on the Rise, you know, that was my first nonprofit ever that I started, um, not because my agent told me to do it, because that was a vehicle for us to really, you know, raise money for uh, underprivileged kids. And then L Luxury Magazine, well, I got into the luxury publication uh, industry about 
uh, since 2002, I think it was. You know, I started my first ever luxury publication called Awatuki Life. Did it for about two years. The market was a little bit small. I ended up selling it. And then I broke into Lavish Lifestyle, which became a little bit more luxury celebrities and, and whatnot. And then uh, pandemic kicked. I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me. The market crashed in 2008. We shut it down for a minute. Now we're firing it back up with L Luxury. So L Luxury, Scottsdale, Vegas, Beverly Hills, and you know a few other st- cities that we'll pick up through uh, L Luxury magazine. Okay. So something I want to talk to you about, and I just asked you this live. We do. Um, I have a men's clothing line, especially mm-hmm. for men who are athletic. Mm-hmm. So what we try to do is sponsor a family who has a young kid who needs to go out on interviews and maybe go to interview high schools or colleges. Sure. So we get them a suit. So maybe sure. we can link up. And help, do we donate it? Yeah, so man, absolutely. And yeah, I like haircuts, add, yeah. all of it. Well, we I like to add to that, that as well, man. We, my partner uh, Damon and I, you know, we own uh, a sportswear manufacturing plant right here, and two sportswear brands. One okay. of which being Next Level and Future Pro Performance. So anything that we can do on our end uh, to support that cause, you know, let us know because. You know, some of these, uh, uh, not just with suits and whatnot, but, you know, sometimes these young men and women want to look. Yeah, they, they need shoes. They need wear and they come from. Exactly. So we're on board with that for sure. Yeah, perfect, perfect. All right, we're going to take a real quick break, and we'll be back with AC. Yes, well. Yes, All right, AC, why don't you tell everybody what's going on this weekend in Arizona? Yes, absolutely, man. We're so excited. So we're going to be going down with the Million Dollar Mingle Party Weekend Experience, all taking place at Buddha Ritual Soho, North Scottsdale, uh, right behind Westworld. And that's going to be a Friday, a singles-only event. Um, so come out if you're single on that Friday the 17th. The Saturday is going to be the VIP brunch on 10.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. And then Saturday night, we're going to kick it off big with the VIP luxury party from 7.30 p.m. And that's open to everybody. All right, AC, so I got a question for you. Um, We're going to switch it up a little bit. All right. You being a former athlete at the highest level, Mm -hmm. there's kids who look at you and they want to be like you. They want to run fast. They want to jump fast. And they're in situations where they might feel like they're they're hopeless. They don't have any answers. Can you describe a personal situation that you got out and maybe that will... Uh, sure. be a motivation for somebody no and I think that's a great question and thank you man because I can definitely live and relate to that you know um, uh, growing up in my environment not having a lot of resources you know I didn't have a good stability in my lifestyle when you know with education and just because of my upbringing was tough and I was the kid who never got selected to meet the president or meet the professional athletes because you didn't have straight A students you know I, what I, I wasn't a, that wasn't that kid you know so I was like hey I deserve an opportunity too, just given a chance and if if you're basing it on grades, well, I'm not ever going to get that opportunity. If you're basing it on attendance, perfect attendance, because of my lifestyle, you know, some days I didn't have rides to school and different situations that, that happened. But I always knew, man, that my mom told me that you're great. You know, you you got the same greatness in you. You got the same opportunity. And I, and I believe that. So I tell every young people out there, never let anyone tell you that you can't make it. You don't have what it takes. I've been told that my whole life. You know, you're too small. You don't have this. You didn't go to a major university. You didn't get drafted. You know, blah, 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 blah. And I believe that, man, we all have greatness in us. Okay, and we just need somebody to believe in you. You need somebody sometimes just to tell you that you can do it. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I encourage anyone, man, 
what our youth is our future. Sure. Okay, and that's why we started this uh, a whole movement called Future Pro. You know, ran by professional athletes for the young pros to let them know that we believe in you, mm-hmm. and whatever it takes to help you along that way. If it's financial, we got your back. We're gonna help you. If it's mentorship, if mm-hmm. it's just speaking, you know, life into you. But we tell everybody, you got the same greatness, and you can make it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you uh, got to the Raiders, you had a you had a walk. How did that come mm-hmm. to fruition? Well, I'll tell you this, and humbly speaking, man, I'm one of the only athletes, and I and I literally mean this. I'm one of the only athletes in the world that took the steps that I took to get to the NFL. I came out of junior college, okay? right? Never went to a four year school because I forfeited those two year eligibilities. From that point, I um, I turned. Uh, pro in track and field, um, and then right out of track and field when I retired because guys were doing steroids that I used to beat in 100 by far, I said, nope, I'll never do drugs. So I went into football, okay, and then I went into semi-pro, you know, way out to Fresno, California, man. I was like, what am I doing in Fresno, California? <laughs> I did semi-pro. I did arena league, and then from arena league, I went to the Canadian league for two years up in Edmonton. Then I thought I was ready for the NFL. Raiders signed me to a big deal, but I wasn't ready. Then I went into the World Football League, okay? Then from the World Football League, I didn't like that. I went into the XFL, okay, the, the original XFL. Yeah. And then from the XFL to the NFL, you know, and then NFL Europe. So, you know, I went through all these different levels, man, because I knew that I had the same talent. I just needed the opportunity. Just because I didn't get drafted didn't mean that I couldn't play. Because I was training with these guys every offseason because all my best friends got drafted before me. Uh, so they would invite me to work out with them every every off season, and they're like, "Man, you can ball still." I said, "You know, I think I'm gonna go for it." So I just knew, man, that I deserved the same opportunity because I had the talent. Wonderful, wonderful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you recommend children now <clears throat> or young adults, athletes, get an agent now that they can get paid in college? You recommend they get an agent? Well, you know, well, this is, and I'm glad you asked that because obviously, as former players and players, period, we fought for NIL like these. That's, I mean, it's about us because when you look at these athletes, man, and you know this yourself, Clarence, when you go back to 30, 40, 50 years ago, some of the great athletes like Billy Sims and all these guys, man, who were, you know, getting paid, excuse me, under the table, but these universities were making millions of dollars and it never stops, okay? Mm-hmm. These universities, don't tell me it doesn't pay to get a Tim Tebow, a Cam Newton, a, a, a Zion Williams at your school for one year, knowing he's going to be one and done. Man, these universities are making millions and millions of dollars off these kids, name, image, likeness, sponsorship, sales, marketing tickets, I mean, and merchandise. So yeah. we, we fought for that, you know? Now we know that we got to get it under control, okay? But it, but. Clarence, you you know this for yourself. Athletes can turn pro at 13 years old as a gymnast, and they've been doing that. You can turn pro in tennis at 14, 15 years old and turn pro in tennis. You can turn pro in high school, baseball, as your senior. How many high school seniors turn pro in basketball? So why not get compensated for it? Right. As long as it's managed right. So we've been fighting for that forever, man, and we're glad that it's here. We just got to get it a little bit under control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of uh, sports, former sports and athletes and guys who are involved in sports are going into broadcasting. Mm-hmm. You see yourself doing that? You know, man, I, I've always loved broadcasting. I've actually done some shows uh, with, uh, called Touchdown Timeout. I've been offered, you know, some, some opportunities. But with me accepting who I am, you know, 
um, uh, what my calling is. You know, I, I wouldn't want to stop what I'm doing. Having the luxury, man, to do what I do is amazing. Building teams and building companies and, and really having a passion for what we do. Um, I don't have a passion for it. I just like doing it. And if I don't have a passion for something, I don't want to get 100% involved in it. But I do love it. And, I, you know, I've always saw myself being a, you know, a, a reporter or sideline analyst or whatever. But it's tough, man. You know, I give I give you guys credit. That's that's a totally different beast, man. Everybody think they can just jump in behind the mic, but uh, you know, I, I definitely respect the game. Yeah, well, especially at what they paid Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. now, now, now we talk. No, now we're talking different now. You know, with that check coming the right way, I can convert you, you over. You can convert. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can convert start. over. Yeah, you, you, you'll be yeah. good at doing yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. I can wear that uniform in a minute, man. As long as that paycheck come correctly, I can make that announcement too. I thought that was a great game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, some guys, well. but some guys have sucked at it too. Oh, I know, know, man. You, you know, you, and, yeah. and, and it's funny because it's kind of like our football camps, you know, uh, when we're dealing with youth and, and, and very aggressive parents that are high school parents, you know, they say, well, hey, I'm glad that you brought so-and-so out who, you know, played ball, running back, receiver, and big name athletes, but they can't coach. And those parents are like, look, I'm glad that you brought him out, but he can't coach my son. They don't know what they're doing. Same with same in the booth. Like, yeah. You kick you butt. A great you, athlete. You, you're a great athlete, but in this business, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, uh, well, happy was yeah, exactly. he got the ball and then yeah. he got tackled. Yeah. What else? Exactly. Don't know. <laughs> I'm a DJ. Yeah, no history about no, nothing. nothing about and, no, yeah, none of so, the stats, nothing. Yeah, no, so I'm like, <laughs> I don't think I want to take on that. Man. Yeah, it's tough. There's some people really excel at it, obviously, and they do well, and you can be very lucrative mm-hmm. if you can get people to tune in. Because people, all this stuff is personality. Yeah. People tune into your oh, personality, yeah. not yeah. so much you're not. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. look, Charles Barker, that's my dude, but. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. not on there because he's, you know, PhD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, he, he he's just, entertaining. He's entertaining. And I think if you come into that, like, I know I'm I'm a jokester. I'm a character. So I know that that part, you know, I have different phases of me, you know, and that's that's the fun part I like about me. I can go at different levels. But, you know, when you come down to my analytics, statistics, and it's, that's not me, man. <laughs> All right. So, um <clears throat> Let's talk about the dress code. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's go with men first and women. And how should people be dressed for Friday? Well, night? I, I, I tell I tell people this all the time. And it's so funny because a lot of ladies that try to call me and I say, guys, you know, better not to call a man and ask, ask us what to, what for you guys to wear. OK, but I so my way out of it is this. When I started Million Dollar Mingle back in 2006, it never changed. I said the Million Dollar Mingle is sexy. Sassy, elegant, flamboyant, boisterous, but professional. Now, you got to come with your gear, you know, but one thing about the Million Dollar Mingle, it brings out that amazing personality where you see people wearing colors doing the polo tournament at my VIP parties. Yeah. They know that you don't come with flip-flops. Yeah, you don't come. <laughs> Especially with them Circle K heels. We don't even have to tell you to go home because yeah. the crowd is going to let you know that right. this Million Dollar Mingle, think about the name, okay? It's exactly. luxury. And I think we don't have to. I think we've done some pretty good so far, man, okay. you know. so But right. they want to come dressed to impress for sure. Okay. Now, you have a DJ. Is that something you typically do? Or is there a band? Or is it going to be all DJ? You know, um, normally uh, certain things we do. We, I love live music. You know, yeah. a lot of my live music, I try to save that usually for the uh, polo tournament coming up in November. Outside event, live bands. and But this one here, we are going to have DJs Friday and Saturday. And then Saturday which I encourage people to come out. We're going to have um, our live jazz person come out. So he's going to be doing jazz with a saxophone. And, and that'll 
be for the brunch from 10.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. So we will kind of get a little bit of the live, you know, experience on that. But Friday and Saturday is all about the DJs. So one of my current guests and good friend is going to be doing a little stand-up, Diva Williams. Yes. You're going to love her. Yes. Uh, she's got a great story, too. I, I like stories, you know. Yeah. And the funny thing is I wanted you to come on, you know, for a while. Yeah. And we just kind of, this thing kind of took off. And yeah. we, people have been, you know, we blessed to have you yeah. in this week. Someone was able to cancel so we can get you in. Yeah, I love you, man. Um, so I always ask everybody this. Uh, we're halfway through the year in June. What's a goal you want to get accomplished? And then give me a, I hate to be corny, but give me the five-year plan. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think for us right now, we're literally uh, planting some seeds for the Super Bowl. As you know, we're bringing the Super Bowl here uh, to Arizona, I sit on our board, so we're excited to do these kind of events, kind of see what it can handle, what it can't. Uh, I'm, I'm more of a global guy, so I bring in a lot of people out of the country and different states that come here. So, you know, that's our goal, man, is to plant these seeds over the summer. Uh, normally, I'm usually traveling, you know, but COVID, a lot of things have changed, right. so giving me more time to do these things. And then I think over that five-year plan, you know, where I see ourselves as acquiring more, and I'll say this personally as a minority owner, we're trying to acquire and control our own operations so that way we can continue to control the market and bless people with opportunities that they're not getting. So that's where we see ourselves in five years, okay. buying up more land, building more, uh, uh, you know, acquiring more things that we have our eye on and building some more things that we can kind of have our own. Okay. All right. And then end of year goal for you personally, mm -hmm. not a, a as a business. What's mm -hmm. a personal goal for you? Well, you know, for me, brothers, always, you know, staying healthy, you know, being able to see, you know, my children's children, man, and being able to, like I say, create that legacy that I take a lot of pride and honor in, man, of, of make, making sure that I've done my part you know, for my family, uh, for my community, you know, those things are very important to me to make sure that I keep those doors open of, you know, making big things happen. And not, not has nothing to do about money, but just mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, staying healthy, you know, and, and living life and enjoying it while we're here. In this crazy world, what message are you giving your kids right now? Because it's, oh, it's nuts right now. You know what? The, the, you know, me being a spiritual guy, I just tell them, you know, first of all, the world we live in is real. Okay, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is real life, and, and we don't know what's going, what else is going to happen, right? But we have to keep trusting in God. You know, we trust the process. We trust in him, and, 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 and if you continue to do that, we're going to be okay. Oh, good to hear. All right, so where can people find you on social media and follow you and learn more? And I know um, I'm on the email list. Okay. Um, how do people get on the email list know about events coming up? And also, too, uh, someone wanted me to ask you, how can people contribute if a business wants to contribute? Maybe to, maybe I'd be too late this weekend, but yeah. maybe your next event. Well, you know what? Well, thank you for saying that, man. We're excited because we're always about donations and contributing. Uh, we try to funnel that through our events so we can give, <clears throat> excuse me, a return of those who maybe make a donation. We'll say, hey, come out and, you know, get a ticket for that donation, but come out and get involved because a lot of my events are usually private invite onlys. So, you know, the best way to find us is through mdmexperience.com. <clears throat> That's okay. our main portal website. <clears throat> People can go check it out. They can email us, <clears throat> excuse me, at milliondollarmingo at gmail.com. Okay. Um, 
they can get involved with that. Also, too, we're going to bless you guys with some give uh, ticket giveaways. You know, um, if they call in and reach you guys, I'll give you the code. Okay. Okay. We don't like the postal code, but uh, we'll have some fun with that, and you know. Have some fun with your callers and those who reply in and maybe give them a little bit of trivia, you know, whatever that case is. But <laughs> come and join us this weekend. Um, they can go to MDMExperience.com. We are close to selling out, as you know. Every time we do an event, we sell out. So if you want to get tickets and tables, I urge you now, go to MDMExperience.com. Uh, on social media, Million Dollar Mingle, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. You can catch us at Million Dollar Mingle, you know. Uh, just what the name is and they can check us out alright very good alright well I appreciate you coming on it's been a long time coming yes sir and, uh, we look forward to this weekend alright alright right. we'll see you guys next week hey there are you really ready to build a better body and create the energy to show up for your life schedule a free strategy call if you're interested in one-on-one coaching with Fit Over 40, our introductory strategy call is the opportunity to discuss where you currently are and where you want to go and how to overcome the roadblocks keeping you from getting there. If we agree that Fit Over 40 is right for you and you're really, really ready to make a change, then we'll discuss the next steps required to work together. Book your complimentary 45-minute strategy session with me. This call is all about you and developing a realistic, individualized action plan to help you make powerful, long-term change in your life. We'll look at where you are, where you want to go, and how to overcome the roadblocks keeping you from getting there. Go to book30withcoach.com. That's book30withcoach.com. Thanks for tuning in to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. You can follow me on all platforms where you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. You can also find me on YouTube at Coach Clarence TV. Like and subscribe so that you get all the videos as soon as we drop them. And last but not least, remember the golden rule. If you can't be good, be good at it. 